Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are at the You've Got More Living to Do podcast. This is season one, and it's going to be packed with so many amazing conversations. Listen, grab some tissues because you might cry. You know, you might laugh. You might find yourself extremely happy, crying tears of joy. But one thing I want you to do is make sure you grab something to write with because there will be so many lessons and so many tools that you can put in your toolbox to live your life more abundantly. I am Yolanda, your host, and I'm super excited to bring you and my friends together to have great conversations about living your life more abundantly. You've got more living to do will allow you to take your life to the next level and walk the life that you are meant to live. Find purpose and truly live your life on your terms. I am so excited and I can't wait for you to hear all of the great things from this season. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to the You've Got More Living to Do podcast. This is your host, Yolanda, and I'm so excited that you joined me today. Today, we are going to have a conversation about what it means to be at capacity and how to navigate when your capacity gets limited. So when I say capacity, what I mean is we often have so many different roles that we operate within um, in our daily lives, right? In our daily lives, our weekly lives, whether it be a, a, you know, a parent, whether it be a spouse, a significant other, whether it be a friend in platonic relationships, um, you then have your familiar relationships, right? You serve as a, a child, you serve as a sibling. Um, if you're involved in any type of extracurricular activities, you know, um, just being in the position where you have to show up. So whether it's your local PTA, whether it's a sorority or, or fraternity, uh, whether it's a service organization that you're a part of, um, even when it comes down to work, right? So typically if you have a nine to five job, um, you know, you have to show up and have capacity for that, right? Um, if you're a business owner, you have to show up and you have to have capacity for that. And so when I talk about capacity, I'm talking about maintaining all of the roles that you have in your life and figuring out what are the things that you actually have to um, step away from at times when you are going through life and you're feeling burnt out and you're feeling at capacity. Um, when you're at capacity, these are some of the ways that you get to know that you're at capacity. So you don't show up with a grateful heart. You don't want to serve. Um, you are very irritable. You don't have any type of self-care time allotted in your schedule. You seem to be always giving out and not receiving. Um, and there's always some level of expectation from you in these roles that you have. And when you're when, when you get to the point where you're burnt out and you no longer have capacity, you start to feel the pools, right? You start to feel like you are being pulled in 18 different directions and you only have capacity for six of those things, right? So, you know, I think as we get more, you know, advanced in age, as we get more advanced in wisdom, our capacity actually shrinks. And the reason is because we 
start to understand that we don't have to be everything to everybody every single day. And we have to find a balance in the roles that we serve. So, you know, I have been in, in many situations where, um, you know, in my work life where I gave all that I could to work 130%. And, you know, then I started getting other responsibilities in life, right? I was going to school. I was getting married. I had a child. I was moving, you know? And so as time went by, my capacity to show up went from 120 down to 100. And then life really started getting real. So it went down to 75, 50. And during that time, I had to learn to be graceful to myself and recognize that I can give the what I can give. So say, for instance, if my capacity is only 50% to show up at work, I could show up at work and give that full 50% and be okay with knowing that I gave my absolute best because not every day requires you to show up at 100%. It's an ebb and flow, right? Some days you're going to show up at 120%. And some days you're going to show up at 20%. It all just depends on how life takes you, right? It depends on what you have going on outside of the realms of what you have to do in your daily responsibilities. And you have to be okay with giving yourself grace to do so. Um, this also shows up in relationships, right? And at times you might find yourself being unable to serve in the capacity as a good friend. And at times you may have to take a step back and be upfront with someone and let them know that the person that they're expecting you to show up as, you don't have capacity to be that person anymore, or you don't have capacity to be that person right now. And hopefully you have relationships in your life where people have a very high understanding of you having to step back and take care of yourself and pull back a little bit to focus on you. And they also might find an opportunity to start pouring more into you. And that's one thing that I found when I had a severe level of de decreased capacity in the last couple years in my life, I had to pull back and I, I had to get real with myself, right? Because when I was trying to show up and be everything to everybody and not allowing space for people to pour into me, I was continually left on empty, empty, continually left feeling void, continually left feeling like I had nothing left for myself. And I had to reevaluate what that looked like for me moving forward. So it all started with a decision to choose me right? It started with a decision to be selfish. And while selfish has a really negative connotation, let me tell you, if you start with yourself and you start with thinking about what it is that you need, what it is that you desire, what it is that you want out of life, how you want your life to look, you start to put things in perspective a lot differently, right? Um, oftentimes, especially if you're a woman, you take on the consideration of everybody else when you're making a decision except for yourself. And we're often putting ourselves on the back burner, thinking that we have time to show up for ourselves. In reality, the truth is we don't have time. 
right? You have to make a daily decision to show up for yourself. And that teaches other people how to treat you. If you're able to put yourself first and your needs first, that allows people to actually start to pour into you the way that you need to be poured into so that you can show up the best that you can, right? And have a fuller capacity to be able to show up and be um, serving in an excellent spirit when it comes to how you serve in roles and responsibilities in your life. I had to really take a step back in my life and really reevaluate what was important to me. Um, back in 2019, I had a coworker teach me a really, really great exercise. And it started with identifying my top 10 values, right? And this is a exercise where you're going to need pen and paper because this is something I would like for you to do. So <clears throat> I had to start by identifying my top 10 values, right? And if you need help identifying what values looks like for you, just Google values, <clears throat> Google values, and you will see like what, what um, values identify you identify with for you. So I did an exercise on values and I wrote down my top 10 values. And my coworker looked at that list and said, you wrote down 10 things and you are not on this list. <laughs> and I said, I'm not supposed to be, right? Because at that time, I'm thinking selfishness is a bad thing. And my coworker was like, absolutely, you're supposed to be on that list. So I need you to rewrite that list. And this time, out of those 10 things, you need to be in that list. So I went back, I wrote out 10 things, and I found that in writing out the 10 things that I found the most valuable, I had to knock something off the list to fit myself in. Okay, so if you have written down 10 things and initially you were not on that list, it's time for you to reevaluate re because you should absolutely be on your list of values. You, you, Y-O-U, you have to be on your list of values. And over time, this was something I did in 2019, and over time, as I reevaluate my values each year, I find that making sure that I'm on that list of values <clears throat> helps me to show up in a fuller capacity, right? Because I am putting myself at the forefront to say, I need to make sure my needs are getting met so that I'm not going out and pouring from an empty cup. How many of you are pouring from an empty cup right now? You can raise your hand. I know you are. That's what brought you here, right? And when you pour from an empty cup, it gets exhausting really fast. It gets exhausting extremely fast. And you have to find ways to pour back into yourself. And it starts with you, right? So establishing a self-care routine, you know, waking up, 10 minutes or so early each day to spend time with yourself. Um, 
you know, journaling, right? Getting in, the, in touch with your emotions, getting a therapist or a life coach, right? Those are different ways and tools that you can use to get back in touch with what it is that you need from you, right? What it is that you need from those around you, right? That selfishness that we're talking about so that you can show up without having to pour from an empty cup. The second thing that we did after I wrote out those 10 things was narrowed it down to seven. <clears throat> so out of those top seven things, I went and I circled the absolute top seven things that were the most valuable to me. My list consisted of, you know, it was me, my relationship with God, of course, uh, you know, my family, uh, my friends, um, you know, building wealth, work being financially stable, sorority life, extracurriculars, right? And so that was my top 10. When I had to narrow it down to seven, I started to realize that I had a lot of things on my list that were redundant or did not provide me with the space to be able to show up in my full capacity. So last year in 2022, I had taken on uh, additional responsibility because when I took on the responsibility, I thought that I would have capacity. I had no idea that my life would be changing in the way that it did. And so I took on this responsibility and I showed up in my absolute fullest capacity that I could show up in. And then life hit and my capacity diminished pretty much from 75% to zero. And I'm not even joking. And so I had to make a very difficult decision and choose me, right? And choose the things that served me in that time. There was no way for me to show up in this role um, and performing those responsibilities without my life experiencing some detriment. And I had to walk away and it was incredibly difficult. But when I made the decision to walk away from it, and walk away from the responsibility, my life immediately started getting better because I didn't have the pressure of showing up in a space that I knew I wasn't supposed to be in, that I knew that I didn't have the capacity for, right? And because I made that decision, I was able to walk away from it and not look back and not look back. I disappointed some people and it was okay. It had to be okay because I had to choose what worked best for me. And I had to acknowledge that I did not have the capacity to be able to serve, right? And to complete those responsibilities with excellence. So I walked away from it, haven't looked back, but it was really difficult having to acknowledge that I had to knock something off of my plate in order to be um, more fulfilled in my life, right? And in order to free up some, some more capacity. When you are going through this exercise and you're narrowing down from 10 to seven, I want you to then prioritize one through seven, right? Where do those priorities fall? Where do those values fall from one to seven? Rank them. And that is how you make your decisions from this point on. So if you find yourself having a dilemma or having a conflict because item two and item five are in conflict and you need to show up from item two and item five. I always go with this rule. 
whichever is the highest on my list is what I'm always showing for, right? So even if it's something that's six and seven, right? If it's number six, six is always going to get my attention for what number seven does, right? But it allows me to have a framework around my life and make decisions that are in alignment with the life that I'm trying to build moving forward. And it's not easy because, again, people will be disappointed. You're going to have to disappoint some people. There might be times where you have to disappoint yourself because FOMO is a real thing. Fear of missing out is a real thing. And it's an emotion that drives us to make decisions that are out of alignment with where we really want to be in our lives, right? And we have to really center ourselves and get our priorities and our values in alignment with where we're trying to go. So when you're able to identify your capacity and then dwindle things down from giving all of your capacity out and not saving anything from yourself to really starting to identify what is important, what are your values in your life, you start to make decisions that will get you exactly where you're trying to go. So I'm saying all this to wrap it up, to say, if you are feeling stretched and you feel like you have octopus arms right now because you have so many different things going on in life and you typically have to have like a very strict schedule and you can't deviate from that schedule or things will just fall apart or you don't have any time set aside for you or you find yourself consistently putting yourself on the back burner. I challenge you to use this exercise as an opportunity to reevaluate and redirect yourself because life is extremely short. And so many times we hear when people die, especially when women die, right? And you're at their funerals and you always hear people saying, oh, she was so selfless. She would have given the shirt off her back for anybody. And, you know, she always thought about other people. Listen, that may have worked for a certain time, but that is not the time now. Yes, you can still be selfless, but that selflessness has to come after you learn how to be selfish and get your needs met, right? So as you keep living, reevaluating your values and your priorities has to happen, right? And you can do it on an annual basis. You can do it on a quarterly basis because each one of my seasons, literally fall, summer, winter, and spring are completely different. And so certain things might get a little bit more of my attention depending on what season it is. But it's up to you to develop that cadence of how you want to continue to reevaluate your life to make sure that your values are in alignment with where you see yourself going so that you do not find yourself completely diminished of your capacity to show up in excellence for you and for those around you. So as you take the opportunity to reflect, I hope that you remember that you've always got more to see, you've got more to do, and you've always got more living to do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.